Okay. Three, two, one, go. Hola, Matrizistas. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Your Podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure this this one is going to be much more brighter than the last one, but I don't I don't think it it helps much because we were silly in in um in a defensive shape again tonight. But um, would like to welcome Doris back again after a short break. You know, um, nice to see you again, man. Like, uh, what did you think about tonight, bro? Um, could it have been better? Could it have been worse? I mean, a uh, brilliant game uh, in the you know final third, but a horrible game, I would say, for some of our defenders. Uh, mainly, we're going to talk about it, yeah, but uh, uh, it was a kind of a, con- a contrasting uh, lineup today and uh, their performance, you know, just wasn't enough uh, in the back line and uh, it was uh, a shame given those two goals because I think both both of those goals were uh, pretty much embarrassing but uh, the other four uh, I mean really well done to the team mm-hmm. yeah there, there were certainly some really good flashes of brilliance but it, it got to show you know like we really miss Alaba in our back line I still honestly believe that is the biggest factor, uh, you know, behind the reason why we look so clueless when defending. Um, Javier is a huge Rudiger fanboy, you know, exactly not a fanboy, but he defends him really well. I can saw you? The group chat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we are having uh, a mini battle, you know, regarding um, Rudiger. But Doris, what is your take on him? And do you see his performances improving? Because I've been keeping a close eye on, you know, Rudiger's trajectory ever since he joined us. It has been on the rise, maybe um, pre-World Cup or, you know, just after the World Cup. But, like, since the past month or so, it has been either steady or just below par, man. Uh, tonight, was was it an exception or more of the same, in your opinion? Yeah, yeah. Uh... It's difficult to say, you know, because when he joined us, we knew we were talking about a Champions League player, a, a player that has won it, you know, and uh, but we were all still sk- skeptical about him. But uh, I think the main point is that uh, he didn't prove us wrong, you know. Yeah, would, that's the main thing. That that's you know, mostly. All I gotta say about that, and uh, you you talked about you know any progress in you know and uh, something that he could learn, and I don't think he's uh, at that point in in his career that he can really you know change that much. And uh, I mean, he did come, you know, for you know uh, in a weird time, I I would say you know, and uh, for and for a reason uh, not to stay here for a long time develop and all that you know and uh, we we kind of expected things from him now you know and be someone really reliable to replace Militao and uh, Alaba when we need them and uh, yeah so far Nacho has been 
Böyle <gülüyor> derim. Ya for sure. Um, I think Nacho definitely deserves a spot ahead of him. out of Rodrigo, yeah. But um when when I was talking to Javier, yeah, like if you if you were reading the chat, um I was mentioning how, you know, like I was very against Alaba as well. And I thought, you know, like Alaba wouldn't uh, survive as a center back uh, with us for long because there were clear deficiencies that I thought, you know, we can't really maneuver around. Um, but, you know, like, like I said in the chat again, I'm going to reiterate myself that he shut me up basically, you know, like he uh, gave me so much confidence uh, in his abilities, you know, especially uh those latter stages of the champions league and of course in our liga you know like when we were like fighting on all fronts alaba was there um do you, do you think rudiger can somehow turn this around because we're going to need him yeah uh, we have Javier in the chat the uh, same yeah uh, same uh just here to leave my comment <laughs> supporting Rudiger, and uh, I think he will be the only person here right now that's uh, supporting him. But I'm I'm not totally against him. But uh, the last two games, I I mean, I'm not sure if we can uh, swear on this channel. But uh, get your beep together <laughs> for Rudiger. I mean, seriously, he's too old for this. You know, there's there's literally nothing that you can really teach him. You know, at this point, and uh, there's not there's not really much to say about it. You know, like uh, if it works, it works, and so far it hasn't. And uh, at this stage, you know, in the in the season, I think it's kind of too late to you know try that, these things. But we are kind of you know in this situation that we have to you know it's not because we we want to you know uh yeah it's it's more of uh um it's, it's 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 not a choice by design but choice by circumstance like i get your point um but yeah man let's like the rudiger chat apart the reason why i wanted to start with the rudiger chat was because i feel like despite the fact that we had some very good phases of possession and link up and, and 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 interchanging between you know our front three and whatnot we still suffered uh defensively it was shocking man a team uh a team that i think rotated five to six players you know um um almeria actually dropped five to six of the regulars you know in anticipation of uh elche's visit uh to their home ground midweek which you know uh for them is the bigger battle basically uh linked with their um chances of survival um in la liga so a team that was majorly rotated still managed to harm us yes we had lucas vasquez at, at right back um but still like I, i don't know um i don't know how you can actually get past that but i'll try my best to because we have been having kind of a lull for the past few weeks three defeats in the last seven games it hasn't been you know uh smooth sailing so i guess this is a welcome break in um you know in in, in some of the you know poor performances i guess let's get into some of the chat uh quickly big up lol lol nice to see you again man he says man what a game everyone looking sharp rodrigo with the farouk jinx 
but hopefully Vinny is actually all right. Yeah, Farooq catching strays, man. That that man, he uh, brings it all uh, all on himself, unfortunately. Um, Lololol uh, also says, you mean Cruz and Rutiga? Yeah, Cruz, absolutely fucking shambolic. I, I wrote that in a group chat right away. I couldn't believe my eyes, you know, but we'll get into it. Um, uh, Javier is obviously here. We mentioned about him. Lololo was saying, Rodiga is literally a system player. Why are you guys shocked he was never world-class except for six months under Tuchel? Yeah. Um, uh, exactly, yeah. That's mm. what we said. I mean, uh, he did win the Champions League, but uh, that doesn't mean shit, you know. And when, mm. he, uh, when he came here... I don't think anyone really had that much hope. See, I had I had like maybe like 25 30% of positive like hope for Rudiger because I knew most of I us were just really, you know, Rudiger really <laughs> like, no, see, the, I I watched Rudiger enough to know that um he wasn't a great defender by any stretch of the imagination. But I knew for a fact that his uh, physical attributes and his experience would actually um, carve out a role for itself, for himself uh, in, in the league. And I thought, you know, guys like Alaba and Militao can complement him and probably cover out his deficiencies and, and make him less chaotic and whatnot. And Farouk used to tell me, bro, you're, you're fucking mad for thinking that Rudiger is going to be a leader of the back line. And then I was telling you, yeah, like he, uh, I was telling Farouk back then that, yeah, like he might not be Thiago Silva, but um, Rudiger has uh, other leadership qualities, like being aggressive, being vocal, like he might not be positionally the perfect, but he is a leader in, 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 in a different mold, you know, um, like which might enhance us, you know, like improve us from a squad uh, from, from the double beat um, last season. But yeah, Farouk's predictions came true and I have egg on my face. Unfortunately, that's why I, I feel even more, you know, biased against Rudiger. Um, it is just what it is. Let's just get into the, into the game. And from minute one, we were very uh, uh, proactive um, in, 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 in our, in our uh, setup. You know, like Vinicius was constantly a threat. Um but the matter of fact is, like, before Benzema actually scores from the Vinicius cross, um, he had, like, a couple other chances, you know, half chances, which I think he should have buried, you know. Uh, last year's Benzema definitely buries those. And he should have had a hat-trick in, like, nine minutes. That's what I was going by my estimation. But talk to me about the first goal, man. Vinicius, brilliant work down the wing. Um, need ball into the box. Man is on 42 goal contributions for the season. Um, it's not surprising anymore, is it? <laughs> I mean, uh, he's only one goal away from uh, Lewandowski right now uh, for PTG. And that Benzema, same, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that changed something given that he was injured for some time, uh, the minutes and all that. But uh, yeah, brilliant from uh, Karim. I mean, uh, with respect to the opponent, you know, uh, uh, it was, I would say, an easy game. Uh, but still, uh, Benzema did everything in the first half. We could see in the in the second half. You know, he was trying, uh, to get some more. I guess. Uh, but uh, for the first goal, 
uh, Vinicius, I mean, what more can we say? Like, exactly what we need. And it was in the first uh, few minutes, I think in the seventh minute, something like that. Not sure. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Uh, fifth minute, yeah. Fifth minute, sorry. But yeah, uh, great from them both. And uh, yeah, it really set up the tone for the game. And uh, afterwards, it came with the second goal. And yeah, and the third goal. It was good, yeah. Yeah, Sabayos was, was actually uh, great. Um, I've written down how many times, you know, like he tried to stretch the play, progress the ball. Um, we, we saw uh, glimpses of what, like, Carlo has tried before. Um, like a double pivot of Cross uh, and Chouamini. Uh, at times while uh, while attacking where, you know, Sabayos has a more organic role. But I, I, I'm not sure uh, for... For large parts, this match he was constantly out wide on the right wing, and and sometimes he was a pseudo right winger, you know. Um, sometimes providing width, sometimes combining with people inside. Um, I I feel like again, Ceballos might fool people into thinking that he deserves a start, but he was pretty impressive, man. I'm not gonna lie. Um, like you said, the the quality of opposition should be taken into account. I get it, but still, like I I, I can't. Um, resist myself from you know bringing up his name uh like since we're on the topic Ceballos man like did you see him actually starting against Osasuna or City uh I mean when that since Mollet we know Modric is, is out Mollet yeah. is out uh we need to talk about Tony Bruce uh I mean I don't believe that uh, Ancelotti will replace Tony, even uh, even the way he played today, you know, in the last game. And I don't know. Lately, uh, we've we've seen some brilliant moments from Tony, but uh, still, like this this isn't what he plays, you know. And uh, it's not even uh, what uh, Ceballos plays and. Today we had many, you know, and uh, it still wasn't enough. I mean, we'll talk about the goal, but, uh, you know, for the midfield, it's really difficult to say because in my opinion, many deserves to be there. Valverde des deserves to be there. I'm not sure if Mavinga will play on the, on you know, on the left as a left back. But, uh, yeah, basically for Ceballos, if Luca isn't there, that's the only time he gets to play, you know. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be talking about this, you know, about Ceballos. And, again, that's also something to talk about. You know? Because even for today, while he played really well, um, you know, he doesn't out outshine our other players. Even because to today he played really well. Like he he made some really nice tackles, dribbles, and all that. But uh, every game, like every opponent, you know. Right. So you're basically implying you're you know sharing my sentiment that you know like Sabayos can't really uh, up his game against. 
top tier opposition consistently uh, yeah consistent right. i th- i think that's the that's the thing cuz uh, he proved himself he in big games like he played in, in some of our biggest games maybe not as a starter but he still played you know and he played well he showed that he can play well but uh starting that's the big thing you know and uh it, it's mostly the 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 trust you know having Luka there like on the bench and playing him not gonna happen ever you know Unless mm. Luca is, you know, dead, I guess. <laughs> well, um, I guess Ceballos, you know, like it, it, it seems more and more likely that you know, like his future seems to be away from the Bonabau uh, come June. But quickly yeah, moving but on, yeah, n- not even that. I mean, Luca isn't gonna be there forever, and Tony isn't gonna be there. Jude Bellingham, I, I definitely. Wouldn't Jude get Bellingham. rid of him, you know. Yeah, that uh, there have been talks about. If Jude so, comes in, Danny Sabayos is gone. Yeah. Well, it's probably, as simple as that. Probably, and Jude because is going to be Arribas. expensive, but uh, Jude is going to be expensive. But uh, see, I've always told you guys that you know my honest opinions on Jude Bellingham. Um, we should be aiming to get world class players, regardless of the fact that we have enough cover in depth these guys are young people you know like guys like uh chuamini and, and kamavinga there is a chance for injuries to mount there is a chance for lack of form there, there is a chance for uh squad to be actually you know um uh, uh competing for places uh, in, in in a stack midfield jude bellingham ticks all those boxes man is versatile enough to play box to box is versatile enough to to do kind of uh, a role in a pivot not not as a lone six as such can also play uh, right behind the striker if needs be that's probably his worst position in midfield he can score a goal he i, I think he has a better eye for goal uh, than probably everyone bar valverde uh, in terms of midfield uh, midfielders in our uh, in our setup so jude man i've always held the same notion that if there's a chance to get him that means city doesn't get him that means liverpool doesn't get him that means all those guys who are actually giving us a run for our money in the champions league doesn't get him and in the end this will be good business people can frown all they want about the price tag and what not who isn't expensive in this market who isn't man who isn't and bellingham i was thinking he is he was always like 22 he is 19 bro get get that straight yeah he's 19 so when we can actually get him in early doors and and kind of mold him into one of the actual all time greats it'll be a win win telling you nobody talks about cristiano's 100 billion price tag nobody does vinicius 60 million for an unproven 16 year old 17 year old nobody talks about it so price tags will be forgotten pretty quick pretty quick do you, do you do you have the same thoughts man doris jude bellingham it's going to work out right please yeah. tell me that do you think it's got, it's it is going to actually work out um i don't want to uh, really talk about it before it happens cuz we've been <laughs> here we I, I don't like i don't even want to start this you know but mm. uh, 
about the price tag and the thing that you asked, uh, I mean, we have multiple uh, proof uh, in our uh, squad right now, you know, that the price tag, it is something and we are known for it, you know, and uh, we have Mariano and Hazard, like our main examples of money and uh, players uh, costing a lot and doing, you know, absolutely nothing for the club. Uh, not that that's going to happen with Jude. I'm not saying that that will happen and I'm not trying to put that out there, you know. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, uh, we shouldn't talk about the price tag because, you know, one some of our best players, you know, cost way, way, way less than those guys. Yeah. Cruz for 20 million, Benzema for 30 million. So you never know. It's not a Militao for what, like 15 million, 10 million? Asensio, exactly. 4 million? So, yeah, man, uh, we have had a fair share of bargains. And if in this market, we, if we actually have a chance to compete, we shouldn't shy away from it, honestly. Um, th- I think that is also a reason why, like when, when we actually deep it, the right winger situation, like we have been crying out for good right wingers. But if we, if you really want, you can actually go into the market and get a right winger. But it'll be the similar scenario of what United United play, uh, paid for a guy like Anthony, you know, 100 million. Like, would he ever be worth 100 million? He isn't even as good as Rodrigo. And we don't consider Rodrigo to be, you know, super elite, right? Yeah. So you see the you see the market, it, 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 it's a clusterfuck, man. Like, there is no point in actually navigating it if you think that it is money wasted. But with Jude, the club has a different perspective and and, and the guy, Juni Kalafat, has been very persistent about um, pursuing him. And, like, I'm going to completely believe his, his thinking because he has landed us a few gems, you know, um... So yeah, man. Like if uh, if he says it, it, it's a, it's a it's a it's a good time to move in for Jude, I'm gonna hundred percent back him. But yeah, like uh, moving on quickly to the second goal, Rodrigo Vasquez combining down the right. Yeah. Vasquez sends Rodrigo through. We think that oh he's gonna maybe watch for a corner, but boom, he uh, back heels it into space. Spins the guy around. Um, if I'm not mistaken, what was his name? I was looking for his name because he looked fucking shell shocked. Samu Samu Costa um, looked dead on his feet. Spins him around, lays it on a plate to Benzema. Um, those two goals, like it's a it's a complete picture of what uh, we are getting from you know two of the best wingers in, in Europe. Um, completely contrasting, completely different styles. Rodrigo, uh, uh, like we have discussed so many times, a, a much more instinctive dribbler who basically relies on um, what-ifs instead of Vinicius, who has a clear set of uh, uh, plan to execute where, uh, what he wants to do and how he wants to get shit done. Um, talk to me about Rodrigo Doris. Like People have sometimes questioned whether he'll ever have a prominent role with us. Sometimes they've questioned if if like a good price tag comes in for him because he has some sort of Champions League pedigree. People would be okay to part with him 
to which i've 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 like farooq mentioned it in the preview i was ready to fucking blow that man's head off you know obviously because i'm biased but from you a bit more a neutral perspective doris like do you think rodrigo has grown a lot this season oh uh definitely and uh, i mean last season do we even have to talk about it and uh, mm. this season not not much has changed in a in a sense you, you know that uh, he's he he's still not playing in this position you know he, uh, vinicius is still there you know and uh, there is his future but uh, as it stands you know uh, he either has to accept really playing on the right like really really accept that or just be okay with being a substitute there is no other way around it you know unless we we play something with rodrigo and vinicius both up up there but uh, that's not really productive you know and uh, it just sucks you you know because he's a brilliant player and uh like what a thing to uh you know what a problem to have you know Honestly, Coach honestly, Vinicius people and... don't deep it. it. It's so hard, man. Like, ah, uh, I cannot choose. Basically, <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, uh... but still, but still, like him playing out of position kind of mm. makes him, I guess, be a little more determined. That's what I find in Rodrigo because he has to always do it the hard way, which sometimes brings the best out of him. On the left hand side, it looks too easy. like we have seen both play the left wing and vinicius is like miles ahead mm-hmm. but when the circumstances are against rodrigo he seems to step up every single time man yeah and uh, i'm surprised that uh, you know at some point we didn't give it a chance you, you know vinicius playing on the right and just give a few minutes uh, to mm. rodrigo on the left just just try it you know just just try it not that we should play like that you know yeah. but uh, give him a chance um vinicius had his chance and and for a long time now like uh, let's But don't you think yeah. don't you think doris that ancelotti you know davide and all of those guys would be actually relying on video footage even in training drills even in you know like 5v5 games you know in 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 between training um they would have actually tried a possibility of vinicius and rodrigo existing together and the roles being reversed but um games like this tells me that they must have tried it and it never seems to have worked out probably that's what i think yeah. probably that's what i think probably i mean because uh... a game like Al- 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 almeria against uh, against almeria uh, at home is a perfect opportunity right yeah definitely definitely but uh it's so difficult to plan anything for the future right now mm. you know mm. talking about benzema you know he also won't be here for for long and uh with jude possibly coming probably coming i don't know uh we have quite a few holes to to fill and uh I don't want to even think about Rodrigo having to leave because I I bet we could sell him for a lot of money, you know. But uh, I just hope that it doesn't 
happen, you know, and they figure something out. But for and the like, future, it's really difficult for him. Yeah. I know, like, like from two years now, that's what Farooq was telling me. Like he wasn't, he wasn't asking for him to be sold, but he was t just telling you by the, um, just just by forecasting how uh, you know the next two years are gonna pan out if the conditions remain the same for Rodrigo, he can't actually cut it in to the starting level. Like, there might be a case where, you know, like, we'll, we'll look to expand him. Um, and when I look, like, look towards us in the past, Perez was um, all too happy to sell off a guy like Ozil, which I thought would never happen in my lifetime, you know, and that happened. So, um yeah, Rodrigo, man, I'm not going to say shit like that. I want him to retire here. That's what I want Rodrigo to do. Hopefully, you know, um, he'll grow from this, man. Honestly, he, he has grown, in my opinion, leaps and bounds from last year. Uh, this man thrives on adversity, and I completely believe in him, honestly. Um, yeah, like, after we went 2-0 up, uh, you know, like, at the stadium was pumped, fans were pumped, Benzema looked pumped, everyone was kind of coasting. And then we see, you know, shades of what we are, you know, pretty efficient at again, being absolutely fucking clowns at the back. A guy who was like 5'7", 5'8", jumping in between Rudiger and Militao to win ahead. I, I guess it was Ramazani, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, like like a couple of comical attempts from Militao and Vasquez to get the ball, you know, like they're, they're struggling to even clear, you know, like our own penalty box. Like sometimes I wonder like how much effort do they actually put into La Liga ever since they thought, you know, they threw the league away. Is there a genuine case? Because I was here um, on the Girona uh, post-match and my soul... Um, <laughs> Uh, takeaway from that game. My biggest takeaway from that game was that we didn't give a fuck. Uh, honestly, Doris, like, do you see sometimes that that kind of tendency with us, especially when we're defending? Or is it a matter of just us being, you know, very, very poor in that aspect? Defensive IQ, if I must say. You mean uh, for the goal that they scored? Uh, we'll get to that, but but in general, I was just talking about there was already signs the, the, like oh. that goal was coming yeah. before they even scored. So I'm just asking you: is is it carelessness or is it just the fact that we're not good enough defensively? Oof, that's a that's a really big question. I mean, we have mm. talked about Rudiger, and I mean, Alaba is no saint, you know. It's not like he's. It, Perfect, you know. He's not Maldini. I, I know that. Yeah. I know that. And yeah. Alaba and Militao together as as good as they are, they're still not perfect, you know. And mm. uh, uh obviously, you know, we've seen quite a few, you know, poor performances from our defense, even this season, you know. Like last season it was okay for Alaba, he just joined but uh, this season I wouldn't say that he really improved much but he's still uh, such a you know such a good player obviously uh, for the things that he did for our club already you know but uh, him being injured right now it it's really hurting our defense and uh, we know Nacho he's been here <laughs> 
for so long and uh, you know he's still not starting i'm i'm sure he 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 feels some way about about it you know and uh Militao is the only player that we have that we're really really excited about you know and uh, there's really a future he he had a stinker last game against Girona. He was Definitely. the worst player and on the even pitch. Even this game, I wouldn't say that he was uh, amazing. Uh, quite a few times. But he was better uh, than Rudiger. Oh yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> I love that you're mentioning that <laughs> like that. But yeah, uh, he was. But still, Militao. Uh, he did get caught. Uh, quite a few. Time, yeah. you know this yeah. game, and uh, he, the only thing is that they didn't score. But uh, if it was someone else, I mean, uh, yeah, it would have been unforgivable. That, and, that's uh, what I even for the for the goal. I think it was the second goal uh, mm. where we pl- where we we probably gonna blame uh, Rudiger and Kamavinga, but still Militao also was uh, nowhere to be seen. And all of them for just... their second goal, you mean? Yeah, for their second goal. But Cruz gives the ball away, man. Honestly, like you can't fucking do that. Oh, oh, what no, is no, that? No, 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 no. First goal. The first, first goal. goal. The first, first goal. goal. First goal. Militao should have, uh, basically, you know, like shimmied across and and tried to close him down. All quicker. of them were just. But but I'll tell you, the major blame is with fucking Rudiger, man. Yes. Oh, yeah, we, like yeah, how many yeah. times? Like Javi was but... telling us, you know, <laughs> in the group chat, Kamavinga should have. Should have marked the man. Look, he he lets the man run, bro. Mm. I'm asking you, how many fullbacks or wingbacks in world football, past or present, apart from the absolute greats, actually manages to guzz across and see the that? Like, thing is that it shouldn't have even before. come to that cross. Let's not shouldn't. blame. But we know there. it bro. shouldn't even be on. Kamaminga it shouldn't come there. to that, but Vasquez is is the guy in, uh, on a right back. You know, like he has his limitations. He's not the best defender. I but mean, still, in... I think we would be wasting time talking about Vasquez. Like, no, 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 nothing. No. Put we, some we respect. Really say, but yeah, just... put some respect on Vasquez, man. Honestly, yeah. um, we'll get to Vasquez shortly. Well, we can get to him right away. But before we get to that, I would like to stress the fact that uh, the goal that we conceded right on half-time, was solely on Rudiger, in my opinion. Militao should have done better, yeah. But Rudiger is the man who is right there. Like, he doesn't Definitely. know where the guy him. where the guy is. He doesn't know, man. Honestly, like, how does he get paid top money, top dollar to do that? I don't understand. And it's like I, like I would like to stress it again to have here. Wingbacks don't cover runners all the time. Kamavinga is a 20-year-old midfielder being plugged in at left back, so he gets even less of the blame, in my opinion. Anyway, anyway, um, let's just get into some of the comments quickly. Uh, right, Lola Lola was saying, uh, Vinny actually has the third most goals plus assists at uh, at the club level this season. One of Mbappe and Ceballos is just a very good sub substitute. Thank God Valverde will be playing in the Copa del Rey final and Champions League semis. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the verdict for Ceballos that, that most people tend to agree on. Um, but Winnie, man, yeah, different gravy this season. I'm so happy that he is actually, you know, like uh, improved upon last year. Um, but yeah, like unnecessary yellow card. I don't know why. I just pray sometimes, you know, like I, I get 
I get his angst. I've been there, you know. Like I've seen shit like that. Gotten so fucking mad, and haven't haven't um haven't gone through that so many times that I think to myself, what is the point? Like if you can protest it, might as well protest it. But the moment you take it a bit too far, you you're getting carded, man. So and he knew that coming into this game that he'll be uh, missing the next one. Maybe since the league is done, probably you know he doesn't give as many fucks to be cautious. But still, unnecessary yellow. We know the refereeing; it's a fucking shit show. These men shouldn't be uh, in the jobs, but it is what it is. We can't change, uh, you know, the whole fucking system anyway. Jacob was mentioning Rudiger greater than Baran. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know who the fuck uh, you know spiked your sangria, bro. But um, you know, be be careful. You know what you what you what you speak on here. Honestly, Baran. Yeah. Lol, lol, lol. Um, oh, Javier was saying. You know, if Rodrigo leaves, I'm out. Yeah. You, you see I the thing. Yeah. <laughs> There, there, there is no point in, in uh, you know, rooting for guys who give everything. You know, like if we sell a guy like Rodrigo, he he deserves. Like the, the these these are the stats, man. Like most goal contributions for us this season. Yeah, Vinny obviously top forty two, Benzema thirty five, third on the list. Surprise, surprise, Rodrigo with twenty four, and most of his goals mean so much more than a guy like Sensios does. Right, like Rodrigo's goals actually are winners, uh, equalizers, um, big, big Champions League contributions and whatnot. Asensio is right there, or uh, uh, like in fourth with nineteen, and Valverde is at fifth with eighteen. But yeah, man, like Rodrigo deserves his flowers, and I'm pretty sure that he'll be a very uh, decisive factor against uh, City um, in just like under two weeks, it's mad. We are we are you know literally so fucking close. Lololo was mentioning Rodrigo's world class on the left wing, but Vinny is the best left winger in the world. That's the difference. Also, Rodrigo will be world class on the right wing. Stop listening to Farouk. <laughs> That's what I would suggest most of you know you guys to do. Stop listening to Farouk, man. Um, only Salah and Saka have more goals or assists at right wing. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 those are the standards that that uh, Rodrigo should be aiming to hit. Um, Saka has been the best right winger in 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 the world this season. But if Rodrigo does the you know uh, job at, at this business end of the season, there there is no um, competitors. There are there are no contenders. Uh, you know, even even the fidget spinner. You know, this fidget spinner at, at United, like he would dream of having. A couple of goals, like what Vinny, I mean, or Rodrigo had tonight. Ooh. I mean, the standards are so high that we sometimes need to check them ourselves. Like this man has been good, bro. Um, Who are you yeah, talking mo- about? I'm talking about Rodrigo. No, like, no uh, in United. Anthony. No, Anthony. a fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. Yeah, that, that, that's what people call him. So, yeah, <laughs> they, they don't they don't acknowledge him as Anthony anymore. Um, Moore was mentioning that defense needs to fix up before the city game. They better do, man. If if we don't, it 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 is it is going to be a long, long um, 180 minutes. Especially the second leg being away at Etihad. I have no chest for it, honestly. Um, people people uh, mistake fear of the 
um, outcome, the fear of actually missing out on a, on a final berth as to fear of City. I have said this last year, I've, I'm going to reiterate myself again this year. I don't fucking fear anyone in Europe. You know, I don't fucking fear anyone in the world because I represent this fucking crest, yeah? And it has shown me that it can survive any adversity. My only fear is the prospect of us coming up against a, a fucking juggernaut and basically not having enough guns for the fight. But that's my only uh, fear. Like, Doris, does that make sense, man? Like, like, can you reason with that? Like, we didn't even, we didn't actually fear City or anyone uh, as a matter of fact, but the fear of losing out on a semi-final is the worst, right? This is the worst. Who didn't? You mean like last season, City? Because like, I was shitting uh, my uh, pants too. <laughs> yeah, I was, man. I, I, like, I, I've told this so many times. I died <laughs> and came back, you know, after Rodrigo scored. So, um, so there is, there is, you can reason with that, right? Like, we don't fear City. It is a matter of us not making the final. That is just incredibly harsh, man, for a team that put in everything, you know, for 12 months and not make that final final lap. It's going to it's gonna be yeah. a morale um, the draining. The thing is, we're not yeah. talking about any other team in, in the mm. world. We're talking about City. And yeah. we're talking about Carvajal, Vasquez. <laughs> We're talking about Kamavinga. We're talking about Nacho, Elitao, Alaba does not fit. Rudiger, we're talking about all of those players, you know. I don't know. It's just... I didn't give us a chance last year. And, 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 they, and they proved me wrong, Doris. Like, yeah. Even you didn't have much Definitely. faith in us and qualifying right for the had... final. But Who did, dude? Yeah, but, but but some people, some some hot shots, football purists. And I didn't tacticals. say anything that we that we're not gonna win ever in that uh, preview ever. Nobody nobody says that, but you know, it's just the fact that mm. it's fucking city, man. Honestly, if it was any other side, I would be having a field day. But since yeah. it's fucking city, you can't you can't count them out. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, Lolo was mentioning it's not surprising we have been bad defensively. Alaba has missed 15 games this season and has played 75% fit at most times. We don't have a left back and we already know about a right back issue. Yeah, he has missed 15 games this season. That's a that's a long, long time. Especially it was uh, the second phase, yeah? Like he missed most of those games post the World Cup, right? It wasn't before, if I'm not mistaken. So it's even more... Um, of an issue that he's missing, you know, like important games. Um, Ricardo is back. Nice to see again, Ricardo. He says, I agree with you about Rudiger. Sometimes I think he lacks positional awareness. That is bread and butter. That is your, that, that's how you earn a living as a defender, man. If you can't understand how you can position yourselves, you're finished. Also, Sabayos should be resigned. He offers a different playing style from uh, other midfielders. Ah, Right, yeah, I, I I would agree. Sabayos has traits that can help us when we need to rotate the squad. But yeah, looking by uh, how Jude is gonna pan out, I don't know what his uh, standing in the squad would be. 
once uh yeah the the uh the englishman um enters the equation but um yeah like even before we scored the third goal vasquez was brilliant with uh, with his skill you know so neat so neat sometimes people just forget that this man is so fucking um intelligent in in 1v1 sometimes you know like sometimes uh, during zidane's tenure i used to wonder why the fuck is vasquez doing the same thing go back and cross the ball go back and cross the ball go back and cross it again but now when i see less and less of it i completely understand that it was zidane's instruction for his wide men to ping in crosses and uh okay but, but now, it was still yeah. painful to watch it was still painful it was still painful but still you got to respect the it trade was... that vasquez shows off oh yeah Most definitely times. talking about this game it was so fun you know and at some point you know late in the game uh, it was actually playing as a left winger or some left winger yeah you know and it was a fun game for him you know and the our defense wasn't perfect by any means you know but uh, still it was uh, really good for Vasquez uh, but yeah talking about his future and all that uh, i think we all know you know i think we all share the same opinion about that player i think the entire we shouldn't we shouldn't really ask about does he deserve to stay i would say every fucking day that he deserves to stay that is just me, me too. the people yeah. who wants the people who wants to make better use of that spot uh, in the squad would suggest give the youngsters a chance blah 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 i would understand that but selling him off i wouldn't really ask for vasquez to be sold would you doris would you personally definitely not and uh, it's not like we would even get anything so sub- substantial for him you know mm. to be for even uh for it to even be worth you know his uh the sale yeah he's spanish you know he's mm. a loyal player i i don't he's see a cantero yeah i don't see any reason to sell that mm. Mm. and uh, so far like uh, he's only shown respect he knows when he has to play when uh when when he's asked he's he always gives it the uh, it's all you know that's all you can ask from him and any criticism that we have from him it, it's never coming you know from any hate or anything for any <coughs> of our players especially now for him vasquez brings so much to the table just like nacho that that are uh, mm. intangible like you you can't really see it or touch it but uh, you know it it, it rallies the troops man it it uh, brings everyone together Vasquez is a guy that I would love to have around and at least for another year. Um but yeah, uh right at half time like we we I think we discussed about it no clean sheet FC that's that's my note you know from that uh half time action unnecessary goal to concede. Um we come back out Bababu uh Sabios plays in Rodrigo turns thinks about it for a couple of seconds bam top right corner how satisfying was that for me i think one of the best goals that we have scored recently um rodrigo is not known for those long ranges but uh, i think this adds a nice nice little uh, uh footnote to his already brilliant resume oh yeah definitely he doesn't score a lot of 
Lega. I mean, he doesn't even get that many minutes. He has uh, been getting minutes lately uh, and has had more chances to score. And he, we saw him in the Champions League, of course, as we always do. So, yeah, uh, his his fourth goal or or uh, Madrid's fourth goal, just yep. incredible, you know. And, uh, and he had you know, way too much time and way too much space. And if that was my team defending, I would I would have been pissed, uh, you know. And, uh, yeah, but for Rodrigo, it was a great shot and, uh, and a great goal. This, this would actually give him a lot of confidence, right? Like, against City, um, especially at home, Doris, this is my question. Osasuna, we can deal with it somewhere or the other no disrespect to Osasuna they just lost to against uh, Sociedad if I'm not mistaken uh, in midweek they can be gotten at but my question is would it be the same starting right uh, right spot um, like the ones we had against Chelsea for you against City like is it going to be Rodrigo again or are we going back to the roots with Fede um, um, down down the right for you that's a big question. Uh, there's no Modric, and that's one guaranteed player that was gonna play. You know, he mm. always plays. So we need to think that uh, we need a man in our midfield, and we have Val Valverde. We have John many. We have Mavinga, but still, our defense is so shit right now that uh, it it's kind of hindering everything else. You know, we want to do with our team because uh, I would say we still have options. But, uh, you know, thinking about our defense and Luca not playing, in, it's going to be something. It's going to be something. It, it, I think it will come down to what happens, like like you said, you know, like with what happens uh, to Kamavinga. Is Kamavinga going to be playing the left back? Is Nacho going to be playing at left back? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it depends on a lot of things to go um, to plan. Yeah. Still, Osasuna isn't like an incredible team, and they're not, you know, something, you know, that we cannot get over. But uh, they still uh, drew like the... a couple of days, like three, three with Betis or something like that. Mm. Like uh, they can score goals, you know, and. Uh, if you can measure anything from that game, you know, three goals scored, three goals uh, conceded for them, it means that they they can score and they can still, you know, mm. uh, capitulate, I guess. And that's exactly what a team needs. But if, uh, mm. if the yeah. defense lets you down, you know, it, it it's going to be really... Difficult for uh, that's that's the thing, man. Last year, last year, if you remember, Doris, like for majority of the big games, like we expected, it is it is gonna be uh, a game of um, us having to basically outscore our our, our opponents to actually stand a chance. But uh, the other thing that we didn't quite see coming was how Carlo's conservative approach and basically getting everybody behind the ball, being compact, um, reducing the amount of uh, breakaways or transition opportunities, uh, you know, the, the the opponents have. By that, like, we reduce the threat. I think this year is going to be 
a similar approach but carlo is going to realize pretty early that our only chance is to outscore our opposition especially um against city like we we can't today yeah yeah i mean absolutely 100% 100% just the other day mm. Girona, yeah. Prove almost every game that we play. <laughs> I, I mean, if we're going to talk mad about... Man, honestly. For example, Ter Stegen or any other goalkeeper, they are judged by clean sheets. And how are you going to uh, judge Thibaut when your defense is playing like this? We, we don't do Thibaut any favors, man. Honestly, we don't do Thibaut any favors. People were very harsh on Lunen. I was asking... you know the guys you know like why shit on lonen man yes he could have done better for well like it, i'm sure that the players don't feel safe with him there it's it's not anything you know personal. it's nothing possible yeah. goalkeeping is a position that um rewards consistency and yeah. like and um but still goal- when you yeah. when you uh, combine that with uh, some other players in, in our team and the, the performances that they had i mean yeah nothing against andre but uh, still it was the goalkeeper is supposed to be the first man who basically transmits that confidence to his back line and uh, yeah like lunen i i, I don't know last last week um, in fact midweek it was pretty harsh to see you know like lunen getting so much hate um but yeah like we we scored that brilliant goal and then for 15 minutes we are we are trying our best to uh string some some passes together but at 4-1 it it seemed seemed like a foregone conclusion until cruz gives that back back pass to um uh, i think it was aimed for rodiga i'm not sure was it aimed for rodiga was it aimed yeah. for kamavinga um rodiga rodiga um some people would would actually question <laughs> the boss decision to actually play the ball out to cruz which which can be understandable but cruz had enough time to either boot it or you know like <clears throat> turn I mean, and go the other way that wasn't his only time that game that he did something questionable you know yeah cruz was good entire season like his uh, his corners are you know atrocious man the place oh. uh, his free set kicks pieces. like they, he, he should not take set pieces anymore that free I kick mean, that we got towards the end right outside there. the box like as an older player and with a set piece where you're standing you're not sprinting you're you know bro like, let me tell you just you know focused i don't know what's happening to to him because i think when you when you think of focus and uh, you know the player that's known for it it's totally yeah. true honestly what, what happened you know uh, uh press resistant you know yeah like he is the man uh that is known for you know like ice running through his veins blah 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 but i'll tell you let, let me tell you what bro uh, i think the reason why he fucked up the pass is because and he has been fucking up a lot of free kicks corners and what not i think those boots man He hasn't changed the boots in how long? Maybe that. I'm not sure. It doesn't have to be that. It's uh... I don't know because I'm trying to cope. I'm 
trying to cope here because yeah. Cruz was someone. I was going to say, I was, <laughs> yeah, but uh, so it, it is a, a questionable time for Tony Cruz, definitely. And uh, it feels like uh, it's hate. It feels like it's, you know, like bad criticism of our legend, you know. But Let uh, me... I don't think any player is safe of criticism and he deserves it. I in my opinion, you know. Mm, like he yeah. hasn't been playing great. He yeah. he he has he, had some moments in the defense. Some very good moments. Very, yeah, very good moments. But we cannot judge a player by moments and he yeah, knows but, that. He's a no Bro, we are moments FC. We are moments yeah. FC, Doris. We are moments FC. But yeah, but, but then you have Luca, then you have Tony, then you have players like that that are not about moments. They're they're always magical, you know. And right now for Tony, I don't know. Let, let, let me ask you this question, Doris. Okay. Um like I wanna hear your opinion if this would have had uh, a role to play in, in some inconsistencies, you know, especially from guys like Tony Cruz. Um Last year, it was not until maybe the last month or a few weeks leading up to the Champions League final that there was like rumors coming out that Modric was going to get renewed. But Cruz, since the club maybe didn't want to res- disrespect him and face a situation like Ramos or, you know, like something unthinkable where Cruz basically has no other choice but to retire, uh, maybe Cruz's ego gets hurt. And Hindi thinks the club basically is publicly making it seem that he's expendable. All that shit, you know, to avoid that, the club, I think, rightfully, rightfully so, like everybody wanted Cruz to stay another year. They uh, basically fed that information to top journals that, you know, like Cruz's uh, contract negotiations are almost done. Uh, and, and also, uh, like, his contract was more up in the air than Luka Modric. But since his got sorted, immediately Luka Modric's contract also was kind of rumored to be sorted out. Uh, Do you think that it would have been best to wait a a little more, maybe past the semi-finals to kind of make this a little official? It it isn't official, but you you know what I mean. In what sense? For Tony or for the fans, for the club? For Tony to maybe fight for it a bit more, not be, I don't know, sometimes oh, look that, a little... Well, yeah. first, it will have to be on Ancelotti to not play him in, uh, you know, as a defensive midfielder and trust Chouameni, you know, to be there. Not, um, not now, uh, on the 29th of April, you know, before this, and trust him and grow with him. You did it with uh, Edu. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, we are still talking about Tony here and mm. we're not selling him. The only thing that can happen is for him to retire and uh, he's not 37, 38 like uh, Marcelo was, for example. Like, uh, he is still here, you know, year by year. He's still signing year by year. So, I I think it's like that for Luca too, you know, this season also. Yeah. Not in general, because in general, he also signs, you know, year by year. But uh, for this season, I I think like, 
I mean, I hope that the club gives them a, co a contract, especially Luca. I, I don't want it to, to, to be on them. I want it to be uh, on, on him if he feels like he can play. And, it, and it's the same thing with the Tony. I, I doubt that either of them would, uh, would do any, anything about it, you know, to hinder other players from playing. So definitely, if either of them want to stay, I'm thinking it will be criminal to, you know, make them. So the club would have, so the club's timing necessarily doesn't have a part to play in any of this. That that was my question. I don't think that it has to do with anything. I think it's mm. entirely on Angelotti because uh, Cruz knows that he's going to be here. I don't think it was a secret between them, ooh, are we gonna let you stay, Tony? Like, like <laughs> you knew he's gonna play. Well, the thing is, well, the thing is, Doris, like, like you're, Cruz, you're overthinking, you know. No, but but the indications early in the season, Cruz, like, uh, regarding Cruz, Doris, if you remember, like, and I was very concerned. Him. That's on him if he wants to play, but that's his head. Like, he knows that if he wants to play, the club knows if they want him. It was sorted long, long, long time ago. I don't think, mm. uh, like, the news coming out now has anything to do with anything, you know. And uh, and the only person that can it that it can be on is Ancelotti if he's gonna play mm. him or not. But Ancelotti, you know, has, has, has own, some uh, yeah. Choices. Well, we gotta respect it. Um, at least until. <clears throat> Until he's here. I mean, I hope he stays beyond the season, but it's a completely different conversation. In order for him to stay, we need to win the Champions League. I hope we do, man. I really hope we do. If we win this one, again, I'm not going to speak about it too much. It'll be special. Um, I'll just keep it at that. But let's just get into some of the comments. Uh, Javier was mentioning, we need to think of La Copa and get a bust for City. Yeah, next Saturday is going to be wild, man. Um, yeah, Saturday, Saturday, Osasuna, Sunday, it's my birthday, and then Monday, probably the city preview, and then uh, we play Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm not sure. So it's a mad week. Next week, I don't know, I'm going to be drained. Um, pretty sure. Javier also was mentioning it was interesting to watch that Carlo substitute Nacho and Danny to liberate Kaman Lucas. I think this is a tryout for the next few games. Yeah, like, come on, look at midfield was always a great, great option. We can just see how much he uh, offers to um, the whole scheme compared to a guy like Chouamini. I'm not shitting on Chouamini. Chouamini was the second best midfielder on, on the pitch. Um, he did his thing, um, broke up a few uh, dangerous um, situations. My only gripe with him, gave away a few unnecessary freakings right, right outside the edge of the box and whatnot. Um, but apart from that, like, Chomeni did his thing. Um, Lolo Lolo was mentioning uh, he's simply just not 2016 Cruz. That is just the truth. Yeah, like I was alluding to that yeah. last year um, leading up to, you know, the PSG ties and, and whatnot. You know, people still make fun uh, about it, you know. Uh, it was the infamous uh, Sunaid quote about uh, Cruz, the midfield not having legs. Yeah, that was my campaign basically. But we uh, we all know that football is a humbler and those guys humbled me again, showing me that it's all, not all about athleticism and legs. It's much more uh, 
of how much you can do with your brain, I guess. Uh, that's just the truth. Um, people talk about Jude replacing Modric, but it's really for Cruz. I don't know. Stylistically, it looks like he's a replacement for Modric. But we we all know, you know, like guys who... See, that, that, that's the funny bit. Um, I'm pretty sure every one of us know uh, Rudo and Nisselroy. We know Casemiro. When they were young, they played completely different positions. Casemiro was a striker. Rudo and Nisselroy was a, was a midfielder. Um, up until... Um, he broke into PSV, if I'm not mistaken. Even at Harun Wien, he was a midfielder. So uh, Jude can do either roles, man, because he has a skill set to do both. He has the passing range for maybe deployed in a cruise role, has the dribbling, has the vision, has the uh, uh, the eye for the goal as the, well. I mm. think the problem is uh, the way everyone is looking at it. You know, they mm. are co comparing him to one player. What you should compare him to, you know, him playing with Valverde, him playing yeah. with Chuameni. You know, he's not going to play with uh, Cruz and Tony. He's not going to be one of, of, of those, you know, and build something with it. So we we should talk ab about him, you know, to in a pair with someone. How is he going to play with uh, Valverde there? How is our gonna midfield gonna look with Jude, uh, Trump, Manny, and Valverde? Like, I think that is the bigger question than with the uh, Cruz and Modric because no one is ever gonna replace that. And it's just, it feels pointless to even think about it, to even speak about it, because it's just magic and it's so cringe when you talk about it that way. And those words are kind of. But still, it's just magic. And if he is that kind of player, he will show it. You know, he will create his own thing. Yeah, it is. It is a very good point, which I have to agree with. You know, like sometimes we kind of focus on who's who he's going to replace. But yeah, man, excellent point, Doris. That uh, it is more about the synergy that he's going to have with these other young mm -hmm. prospects that we have. And uh, going by the look of things, I think they'll gel just fine. Honestly. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, they have uh, immense talent, immense potential, and very mature temperament, unlike someone like me, you know? <laughs> uh, very mature people who can actually deal with um, any sort of uh, situation in a game. Like, it doesn't phase them. Like, I've never seen Kamavinga uh, be rash, unnecessarily. Like, apart from last year when he was new in the league, new to the biggest club in the world trying to impress people which is which is normal for a, for a kid yeah like but these other names fede uh Chuameni, uh jude bellingham all these guys they exude confidence i i think that is going to uh, complement all of them you know so so much man um lolo was mentioning um also, Cruz needs to let Rodrigo take set pieces. He needs to stop using the veteran tax facts. I have no idea how he has first dibs on every fucking set piece. Um, I, I don't know if it is straight from the training ground. You know, like these guys are so used to him being, uh, you know, the, the provider. But let's not forget, Modric is 
exceptional a set pieces man like he gave us the biggest set piece of the last 15 years you know uh, for la decima he can do a job and i honestly feel as of late you know like whenever modric takes a a set piece it is just better asensio does a good job most of the time as well um yeah but we should also take into consideration that for our set pieces apart from our center backs uh, as yeah. always been we only have benzema up, up there you know there's no more bale there's no more cristiano there's only benzema there No, there's no Rudiger can't K- hit a fucking band, bando, you know, with yeah. the header. Rudiger oh, so dead, bad, man. man. So bad. So bad. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that's why it's so easy to fucking get a Rudiger. He doesn't even wear a vest. I'm telling you, to a shootout. Like, mm. he, he, he doesn't wear helmets. He doesn't wear any... He doesn't have a good gun. He doesn't wear a fucking vest, which, which I mean by the fact that he can't basically head a ball right. that is your that is your basic trait man just heading the ball well like i i'm just so like i have such high hopes for rudiger i've seen him thrive in a chelsea system be the most aggressive from set pieces you know bang headers in over here nah, i'm not sure anyway um right uh one final bit of play that i loved uh you know like uh, before the game kind of winded up um and benzema rightfully deserved his chance to go level at the top uh, of the pichichi race with lewandowski you know that that combination with chomeni kamavinga um and and benzema like that was insane man like i don't know how that that shot managed to find all the way to the post and bounce out it just felt heartbreaking honestly because it was a move that would have been framed like how we kind of look back now on that infamous goal um that BBC scored against Valencia where you know Bell Bale Benzema and Ronaldo kind of combined um I, i guess it was away at the Mestalla 2015 16 but it was something similar to that it would it would have been an incredible goal if it actually went in but it never quite uh happened was it harsh that um maybe maybe but maybe you know benzema could have easily gotten uh like five goals and you know like gone maybe above lewandowski tonight like i honestly feel like he missed so many chances that is uh the the question for a lot of games like uh, if 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 every chance was scored or every good chance was scored there would have been so many goals in general you know we cannot judge a player but uh, I'm, not, uh, i'm not judging i just i just the, i just feel for sorry the goals for him. that he didn't score or, yeah. or you know yeah you you know what i mean like uh, he had his chances and we and we judge a player if he can take those you know and mm. still he had a hat trick you know it's still very uh very good from him and we should praise him for it but uh then you have for another great chance you have rodrigo and the save from the goalkeeper that was oh yeah the chip you know, right yeah it was like, insane it just happens you know it just mm. happens yeah that that was kuros basically trying to um set his mistake right it was right after he gave away the goal 
um he tries to set up Benzema and then Benzema plays in Rodrigo who tries to chip the keeper the keeper get uh, the keeper actually gets a hand on it but the ref gives it as a goal kick i don't understand yeah. what the fuck these guys are on man um but it was it what it was twice mm. in in that game that the uh, corner wasn't called and me mm. as a creation that hurts a lot when uh, it happened against france once <laughs> and they scored from that and you know it was was it in the world cup it. yeah it was in the world fuck cup. I don't remember but so yeah. I take those seriously you know mm. when they get called <laughs> and when they don't get called so yeah but uh, for the one for Rodrigo it was so you know it was so difficult to see and you know it didn't really change the it didn't change the the pace of the game and everything you know it, it happened pretty fast and they just decided to go with the game not just uh, mm. it's okay like not much to talk to talk about if it was the champions league and late in the game you know definitely take a look at it but uh, it's almeria it's madrid at home you're four two down it's okay makes sense i guess um this is not the stat that i would like to couple a couple of things that i would like to uh bring up before we kind of wrap this up real madrid starting midfield completed 37 final final third passes against almeria combined that is the most by a real madrid midfield this season um surprising or expected torres i mean the entirety of the attack and the midfield seemed to flow pretty well so mm. i mean it's uh, it's a good thing for everyone, you know, for the entirety of that part of the team. For our defense, it's a it's a different thing, but uh, everything else, our midfield played really well. And you know, usually when your midfield plays well, uh, the rest of the team play, plays well. So yeah, they they were good, and the mistakes that happened with the defense were not there. So everything we have to say is, I would say, just brazen. Mm. Next, next one is basically Benzema becoming um, the fourth all-time top La Liga goal scorer. Man, it's fucking <laughs> insane. Um, I would have never thought that he would be up here. You know, um, just behind guys like Cristiano, Messi, um, Telmo, and Telmo Zara, basically. Um, that's a massive milestone for him um in 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 the twilight of his career um do you think he's going to actually like i still don't believe he is he is in his true element like he was last season but do you think that benzema is going to come up huge again against city next week do you think he can really bring back that last year peak prime that's that's what prime benzema was that prime benzema um you know i mean for the for last season i don't think anyone predicted him to to play that way and we still we cannot pretend that he always played like that yeah you no know? and it's not the first season that cristiano hasn't been here it's 
it wasn't the first season that Bale wasn't playing, you know, like uh, it was just something that happened in that moment. And uh, it was that player was always there, you know, but uh, this season he missed quite a few matches for his standard. You know, he he he's usually never really injured he plays a lot of games he plays a lot of minutes and uh, this season it uh, i think it hurt him a lot he didn't play in the world cup a lot of things happen you know and uh, coming off of a uh, ballon d'or and the champions league and the league uh, cup and you know so many trophies and all of that i'm i'm sure there's a lot of things happening internally you know in karim <laughs> If that's uh, the way to say that, you know. But uh, for him as a player and his fitness, it's, we can only see. It is We can only predict that, you know. Yeah. But so far, he has been playing all right. He has been playing really good, I would say. We need... He scored yeah. in the Champions League. He scored in the league. He, he caught up with uh, Lewandowski which we didn't think he would do because, you know, we would think Lewandowski was going to fly away with it, you know, and he's still there. So what can we say? You know, And for our team, like we were, <coughs> we haven't talked about it. We, we still have the, about the same amount of points that we had last season. Benzema is still playing well, like last season. We are still in the semifinal, like last season so nothing really to complain about there but 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 can you really think that he is in that sh- shape like last year i don't think he is he was in he peace does... mode he was in yeah. peace mode that that is my only um can he turn it on i guess we'll see we can only yeah. predict that there is nothing we'll need that benzema to, to move past city man honestly yeah. they look solid they look solid they play some yeah, mad it's... fucking things, man. At City, they they are playing at the moment with five centre backs, five centre backs, five centre backs. Holland. And and basically a guy called John Stones in midfield. So it's it is gonna be a crazy um game, man. Honestly, it's uh like it looks very unevenly matched if i if i must say that um going by how tactically flexible they are the mm-hmm. city that we saw last year had one game plan or maybe one and a half game plan but that's it this year they can play any way they want to I... we can't do that and that is my biggest um it's so it's answer. so scary it's so scary yeah. i th- i think Everyone, like no matter mm. how optimistic you are and what you think is gonna ha- happen, I think everyone is just hoping just don't embarrass us, and that's it. Like if we go out, we go out, but like don't. No, 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 I don't want to go ha- out. Fuck, fuck going out. But, oh yeah, yeah. Fuck that, definitely. But uh, thinking about it and the uh, Holland and the way he's playing and City and them. Like if if they win the Champions League and if they keep winning, they will probably be one of, if not the greatest team of all time. Like let's let's not 
get ourselves. We we talk about the Invincibles. We talk about uh, uh, United and Sir Alex and all of that, you know, forgive. And uh, we talk about Madrid and Barca in the 2000s. Like, we talked about so many teams and Man City is going to be one of those teams. They just haven't won it yet. <clears throat> but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, bro. This is this is my only uh, saving grace from all of this because um, when outside entities, outside forces put pressure on a team like us, we embrace it. We face yeah, it. Definitely. I'm, I'm face not, to face. Yeah. I'm not saying that we will lose. Or no, no, no. See, see, see. I was, I was alluding to your point that City when put under pressure, they might crumble. That's what happened last year. Now, the media, the fans, everyone is talking about a possible trouble of a Premier League, of an FA Cup. FA Cup is done. Premier League is fucking done. Finito, right? FA Cup final is against Manchester United, who is not going to stand a chance. Exactly. But the only, only guy on on this motherfucking planet who can stop City is it's, it's Real Madrid, man. And... We got to do it. And I think that pressure would get to them because we have no pressure. Let, let's be honest. We have the least amount of pressure that we had even last last season. Last season, people were easy to write us off. This season, they'll be saying much, much more wilder stuff, you know, mm. than last year because we, have not, we are not top of La Liga. We have lost to many subpar sides. You know, the only reasonable side that we have bet um it, it, this this whole year i think is barcelona and the final classico even that was right despite was despite barcelona um losing so many so many key players did you mention you Villarreal? yeah you shouldn't laugh at that you shouldn't laugh at that 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 is actually like really not funny I don't understand. Villarreal is a is a is a top top side. You mean? No, I'm saying like the bare minimum. You know, if Villarreal last year was in the semi final, you know they played. It was wide, a you know, it was a Unai Emery side. Oh yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but like if oh, are we gonna? Kike Setien is not bad, but still. Are we gonna talk about the on. bare minimum? You know, for the teams that we. Lost to, or or the. Oh, you, you're talking about case. lost to. I was talking about the the size we bet. We haven't bet anyone big apart from Barcelona. Oh, this, I thought you, you were saying about losing to. I was no, like, not losing, what are you not talking losing. Talking about. Them? I was I was thinking you were referring to the Copa del Rey uh, quarterfinal no, no, win, no, which no. we won against Villarreal. I was just implying that we haven't bet any big teams this season, and that's a body. <laughs> That's a genuine worry for me. Last year, it was one Goliath after another Goliath, you know, like PSG. Chelsea was a much, much better side. Um, this year, Liverpool, mid-table. Fucking mid-table. Chelsea, mid-fucking table. They, 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 they have a real chance of getting relegated. They lost again, I think, a couple of days ago. Um, so, it is definitely less pressure for us. And the expectation is 100%. The bookies... Uh, the the five thirty eight predictions, all of that indicate towards a city mauling, where we stand no chance. I think we thrive in 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 that um, area. 
I think we have to show City so much more respect than we showed them last season because because of the fucking obvious man, Haaland. Uh, yeah, it's going to be peak. Um, uh, quick quick look at the comments. Uh, Lola Law was mentioning we are going back to more of a transition-based midfield like 2011. We don't need a cross-type player for a quick transition team. Yeah, Cruz kind of slows it down. He's an exactly a transition player, but um, yeah, man, I guess we gotta we gotta just sit tight for another year of Cruz. You can't just look at it just from purely the fact that he doesn't contribute to the transition. Um, he does so much more that that just because unnoticed by many of us, man, including myself. You know, like when he has an absolutely. Um, ten out, ten out of ten of a game. We seldom bring it up and and sing his praises. That is why sometimes we we are kind of harsh on Cruz. But I'll tell you, um, this man has stuff to offer. Still, I still believe in that. Honestly, I'm just gonna hang by that belief. Um, and let's see where it takes us, man. Tarun Kumar says, uh, we have to look to pocket KDB and Bernardo Silva, and Man City will be toothless. Right, it's easier said than done. If if you watch the first goal against Arsenal, my goodness me, um, the sheer power, pace, precision with which Man City took apart Arsenal, it scares me because all throughout um, the city's dominance, their rise to fame with Guardiola, I was always of the impression that City are a side that Sometimes they overcomplicate shit. They play it around a bit too much. Make sometimes it's a fetish to make sure that every single outfield player has a touch before they score a goal. Sometimes it looks like that. But ever since Haaland has come in, they just don't give a fuck, man. They just go direct, you know, very very direct. And um, I just hope, you know, like whoever starts Militao, Rudiger is able to contain. Haaland, man, Doris, uh, this calls for Rudiger to be the perfect specimen to um, slow down Haaland. Does it make sense to you, despite his defensive frailties that we have been talking about today? I don't know. I don't even mm. want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it until mm. it happens. I guess we're just going to see. It, mm. it, it is something that's really out of our hands. We cannot predicted i don't think he can even predict it i don't think he knows what's gonna happen so yeah i don't i don't know man i guess we'll have to wait and see and uh i guess steve would give us a better insight into how we can stop harlan um might have to pay him an extra a uh, couple of bucks, you know, um, uh, or, or maybe a, you know, like a good uh, burger joint to kind of, you know, um, influence him into spilling some, you know, insider uh, info. But uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, like I'm, I'm going to be watching and re-watching what Haaland does off the ball. But because like I've been studying Haaland for the past two, three weeks, intensively, uh, extensively. Uh, actually downloading whole games and watching what this guy does that makes him so lethal. And it's his off-the-wall movement, let's be honest. It's just like Cristiano. He, he goes offside, comes back in at the moment you think he's just not being um, 
careful enough to stay on site he just plays on your mind always he is a problem that doesn't go away i'm going to look into it deeper and and kind of try to find a formula that can help us just at this moment i know uh, just by randomly watching city here and there uh, the only way we find some joy is attacking their wings that is where the game is is there to be won for us um we can't i don't think we stand a chance going down the middle because they have way too much quality too many brilliant cogs working in tandem that that completely will take us out of the equation down the middle so absolutely it's down to vinny and guys like rodrigo to exploit their wing backs i don't know about ake it seems like he'll be out uh, he might recover miraculously you know um for the first leg but if they miss ake that is a point that we must attack he plays left back or you know left side center back uh for city and we should take absolutely it's it's funny right side our right side is the weakest they're missing their best left sided defender so you know it's all up to the gods uh but yeah like we got to you know completely take advantage of their um uh weakness down down the sides but i guess that's pretty much it man um thank you so much for everyone who was in the comments uh we appreciate you guys always being here um it's such a great uh motivation for us to kind of you know like keep everything aside and and make the shows because like i always mention you know this two way conversation is 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 what makes this a great um ep which which makes every great uh which makes every episode a great episode you know it's it is the two way conversation so big up every single one of you and um big up to all all of you guys who are you know like uh, um, have been constantly uh, reaching out to us you know um uh, through spotify and whatnot uh, over 20k plays uh, 21k plays actually um uh, so yeah man massive massive love for you know all the uh, uh, all the love that you guys have been showing us and uh, do check out our partners real medical committee on on instagram they run a brilliant fan page um Yeah man Doris any final thoughts before we go Not really <laughs> mostly just uh happy for the game we have a huge game you know coming up a huge Sociedad coming up on Tuesday yeah. and then yeah. Osasuna on Saturday City yeah. on Tuesday or Wednesday I'm not sure but yeah it's back to back to back now Yeah but remember to check out the previews the post matches uh, we're going to do uh, a watch along for city so uh, come for that and that's it uh, ala madrid ala madrid